What's up, everybody? This is Samuelson on the mic, and this episode's going to be a bit different than usual. Yes, I'm the only one in the recording studio, and there's a reason for that. Um, Dane could not be here today, but he did leave us a message, and I really hope you listen to that message in full. Um, We'll play it here at the beginning of the episode and kind of go from there. So thank you again for tuning in to the Until Next Week podcast. Welcome back to episode 38 of the Until Next Week podcast. Yes, it is episode 38, and this is a weird one. Just going to say it. Um, I'm the only one in the studio, as I mentioned earlier. Dana's not here, but he did leave some message, and I'm going to play that now, and we can talk about more of it afterwards. So here it is. Hello, um, Until Next Week family. Uh, this is Dane here. Um Samuel's recording this one by himself today um, because I am going to be stepping away for a little bit just because I went to urgent care uh, yesterday or Friday after being in a lot of pain, and they came back and told me that I have uh, uh, cancer, and uh, um, it spread to my lungs, and there's 12 masses in my lungs. Um, but they believe it's treatable and I'll be having surgery next Friday and then start chemo and radiation after that. So I'm not bummed about it at all. Um, I'm in good spirits. I'm, uh, recording this from my home right now so that Samuel can play on the pod. Um, I just want to thank you guys for your support and just, I mean, you guys have made this uh, an enjoyable experience for both me and Samuel. And so we really appreciate you guys listening to us just ramble on and banter. And um, so I look forward to getting back to being on the podcast. But right now I'm just spending time with uh, friends and family and just uh, living life, honestly. I'm not going to let cancer get me down. I'm going to fight this and I'm going to uh, just continue to put it in the hands of the only one who can uh, do anything about this, which is Jesus. And so I'm really excited to see where God takes me through this process. And I know one day I'm just going to be standing on a stage telling my story and ministering to people who are going through everything that I'm going through. So I'm excited to get on the other side of this. And you guys are the best. And I hope Samo makes an entertaining podcast by himself today. Um, so I love you guys, and thank you for your prayers. Thank you. Bye. So, yeah, that's what's going on. Um, Dane has cancer, and I think everybody is completely shocked, to say the least. Um, so I completely understand why he wants to step away, because, honestly, this is not that important and the big scheme of things and family and friends are so much more important. So I'm glad that he's able to really spend a lot of time with them right now. Um, as he is getting ready for surgery, which will be this upcoming Friday from when you're listening to the episode. And then from there, just getting chemo radiation and just healing, hopefully as fast as possible. Um, because Dane, again, he's a fighter. He's ready to, um, just take this with by stride and just honestly just use this as a way to share Jesus's love with others, which is crazy because I literally talked on the phone with him like the other day and he told me what was going on and I was shocked as most people I think would be. 
but also I would think I was more shocked by just hearing how he talked about everything and how he wasn't going to let this get him down and how through all this he was just like, yeah, I have a new mission field now. I can share more people, um, share Jesus with more people and share my faith with more people. And I just thought that was crazy and not like crazy, but like hearing his optimism through all that is just unbelievable. And I'm so excited to um, just kind of see him beat this entire thing and hopefully bring more people to Christ through all of it. And yeah, that's, that's about it. So definitely not a super joyful podcast to start out, but that's just kind of where we're at. Um, I'm going to try to make it through this episode solo this week. Um, and then next week and maybe going forward, I might try to have other co-host. We'll see how that goes. Um, and kind of just go from there. So hopefully you still listen to this entire episode. Um, I think we still have some good content and we'll just kind of go from there. So that was Dane's grinds my gear segment. Um, cancer is not great at all to say the least. Um, so my grinds my gear segment, I was, I was pretty excited to tell what it was, um, before I heard all this news because I thought, man, this is really good. But now looking at it, it's not that, um, great in comparison or that maybe that's not a good way to put it, but you know what I'm saying? But my grinds my gear segment is bruising my ribs during bubble soccer. Yes. Bubble soccer. One of the games that really, I think took the world by storm, give or take, seven, eight years ago, and if you don't know what this is, it's basically um, you're in a giant bubble, and typically in these scenarios, you'd play soccer with one another, and with this, you can like tackle people, basically, but it's just kind of goofy and fun to watch because there's literally a giant bubble around you, um, and I went to a Springfield Cardinals game last week, which is a double-A affiliate for the St. Louis Cardinals, and something that's really cool about minor league baseball is that uh, they have like in between innings, they have like weird games or fun competitions that you don't see very often. Um, and this specific game that I went to, I uh, got recruited to do this bubble soccer competition. And I have not done this, I don't know if I've ever actually done bubble soccer, but uh, it was me and three other dudes. And basically it was 2v2. We both had teams, and then the object of this game was to be the last team to be standing in this hula hoop at the end of 45 seconds. So leading up to those 45 seconds, you're just running around and basically tackling people. And being the competitive person that I am, I knew when they told us to start that I was going to ram somebody with all my force that I can possibly put into it. And that's what I did. Um, I obliterated a guy. He stood no chance whatsoever but uh, I think he had the last laugh because I was immediately in pain as soon as I made that first hit. And I was like, what What just happened? Why, why, did, I do this? why did I sign the waiver that said they're not at risk for injury? Because I feel like crap. And I was like, how, how did I even get hurt in the first place? I'm in a giant bubble. Like I'm in a giant um, basically airbag that should be protecting me. And I am in so much pain. So... After this 45 seconds finished up, where we, my team did not win because we were not the last team in this hula hoop at the end of the competition, um, I was just in pain. And I was like, 
I'm sure I probably like elbowed myself in the ribs during all this, and that's why I hurt, but honestly, that wasn't making a ton of sense. I don't know how I could really elbow myself in the ribs. But uh, something else kind of cool is they told us they could email us the video, uh, the footage, after we completed everything. And I was like, yeah, I want to see that. So give or take a few days after the fact, I got an email from the media guy at the Springfield Carnolds, and I decided to watch the clip. And yes, I did obliterate the guy on the first hit. But then I decided to look a little bit closer and just to see, like, okay, how did I hurt myself? And as I was looking, I saw that the bubbles just did not protect people very well at all because it ended up being not my elbow that hit myself in the ribs, but the other competitor's head. Like his head went through the bubble and smashed me in the ribs. And because of that, I've been in in like a lot of pain the past week. I don't think I broke anything. I don't think they're fractured, but they are extremely bruised. So I just look completely pathetic getting in and out of cars, getting up from bed in the morning. Like, I have to, like, roll off the bed, which is just pathetic looking. Um, and, and, like, I can't really do any sort of, like, quick movements. The other day I threw my backpack and um, my passenger seat, and I thought I was just going to die on the spot. Like, it was horrible. And what's even worse is, like, even if I cough or just, like, laugh or anything, it just causes more pain, which is great. Because uh, when this comes out, I would have gone to a comedy concert or comedy performance by John Christ. And I'm sure I will literally be dying laughing because each time I laugh, I will be in so much pain because of my bruised ribs. So that is what's really grinding my gears lately, that my former D1 self is not holding up under pressure, especially in games like bubble soccer where you should be protected, but no, someone's head can smash you at any moment, um, but it was still worth it. So that's my grinds, my gears. I hope uh, if you ever get the chance to play bubble soccer that your bubbles will work better than mine did because it it stinks. It's not fun. Um, one other grinds, my gears that I have really quick is that I mentioned a few weeks ago we got eliminated from wiffle ball. Yes, the great sport of wiffle ball, which is just, it, it goes with America like apple pie does. Like, basically. But with this league that I was in, we had the playoffs. We were like undefeated going up until the last game of the season. Then we lost. So we're 9-1. So okay, big up or 7-1. And then uh, first round of playoffs, we lost again. So we lost back-to-back games. And we're like, okay, well, at least we have a third place game to go to. No, apparently there was no third place game, which is really grinding my gears because I wanted a redemption story, even though the redemption story would have been for third place which, who knows, we lost two in a row. We probably would have lost three, but I still like competing. It's still fun. Um, but yeah, that's something else that's grinding my gears. So we're going to go into some life updates. Yes, there's lots of life updates, as you can imagine, but some that recently stuck out to me was that I went to a St. Louis Cardinals game the other week with uh, some members of my family. Um, yes, the St. Louis Cardinals, I've talked about them a lot this year and how it's like overly optimistic that, yeah, they are playing horrible, but they will finish above 500 because that is what they do. Um, that is not the case. When I went to see them, I think they were about 20 games under 500, which being at 500 means you have the same amount of wins as you do losses. And they are pathetic this year and just have so many more losses than they do wins. But I still got to go with my mom and my older brother and older sister to the game. 
And the reason we did that is because my brother had tickets where myself and him could both go on the field before the game. So I don't think that's something we have ever done before. But it's pretty cool because we got to see a back scenes like tour of Bush Stadium where the St. Louis Cardinals play. Got to go underneath like the seats and everything else. And then when you walk out to the warning track in the outfield and you just kind of get to walk around and take pictures as needed. Kind of see like what the players would see by being on the field. And it's pretty cool. Um, and kind of be able to picture yourself like what if I was a major league baseball player? Like this is what I see on a daily basis. But at the same time, you also get to see your other extremely talented teammates and the competitors and everything else, and there's a lot more pressure on you. But it's still cool just can kind of getting a chance to imagine that for a split second. Um, but, yeah, I was really grateful to go with my brother and walk around the field and just get tons of pictures and everything else. And then for the game itself, we were fortunate to sit about 20 to 30 rows, I think, kind of behind home plate. So we had a great view, which was amazing to see a team that has been so um, lackluster. That's how I'll put it this year. But it's still pretty exciting to uh, watch them play. Um, someone I mentioned, I think, before on the podcast, Jordan Walker. He's a rookie for the St. Louis Cardinals. At one point, he was the number one baseball prospect in all baseball, which is really cool. Um, last year, he played for the Springfield Cardinals, which is where I'm based. And it was just exciting seeing him play there and then get moved up to the major league team. Um, so each time he came up to bat, I was like, okay, this is going to be fun to watch. I wore a Jordan Walker shirt to the game. And then during one of his at-bats, he had a home run. So that was super exciting Get to see someone who I kind of got to build a slight relationship while he was in Springfield. And then I got to see him hit a home run at the big league level. So that was super cool. But something else that happened during this game was that a fan ran on the field. Yes, a fan ran on the field. I don't understand the thought process of wanting to do this other than maybe either having too much to drink and you're just being incredibly dumb or you get put up to it as a bet, which again is stupid because whenever you do this, you typically get thrown in jail potentially for a night. And then you also get banned from like all major league ballparks, I'm pretty sure. So definitely not worth it. But it was kind of fun watching a fan get on the field because you don't see that very often. And I know when you hear about it, um, like on if you're watching the game on TV, they don't ever show the fan. They don't give them any kind of coverage because you don't know what they're going to do or anything else. But when you're at the stadium, you see everything. So as soon as he got on the field, I was trying to pull my phone out to get a clip. And it was worth it because he was running across the field and then he just pushed down a security guard, which is great because now he gets assault charge. So that's always fun. Uh, but by the time he made it from one side of the field to the other, you could tell that he was drained. Like he just gave up. Like he got tackled pretty quickly and he was like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not an athlete. I made it from one side to the other and I'm good. So you can arrest me, take me away and we'll go from there. But uh, what what's what's even the point? Why why run on the field and risk just never going to a major league game again? Definitely not worth it. But I did get a cool video, and who knows? Maybe I'll post it on the Instagram sometime this week, or maybe just maybe on our Twitter page. Yes, I did recently create a Twitter for the Until Next Week podcast. Um, originally I had a Threads account. But I think Threads is dead at this point. Um, it is just not a good social media platform like whatsoever. So who knows? Maybe I'll start posting on Twitter uh, more consistently than I did with the Threads account. 
got to post consistently on Instagram as well, but follow us and you'll kind of see what's happening. We'll post updates, maybe post videos, post pictures, etc. And this is a cool way to kind of interact with us a little differently than just listening on the pod. Um, so yeah, went to the Cardinals game. They ultimately did win, which is pretty cool because again, Jordan Walker had a great game, a fan ran the field and everything else, but the Cardinals did win that game. Unfortunately, in the, I think week or so following the game, the Cardinals did finally lose the game that solidified their team finishing below 500 during the year. Yes. If you go 81 and 81 during the season, you will reach 500. But the Cardinals are now at 83 losses, so you do the math there. It uh, it does not add up, and the Cardinals will have their first losing season since 2007, when I was 10 years old. So it's it's just been a great year to be a Cardinals sports fan because this entire time has been a disappointment. But I'm overly optimistic, and I think they'll have a good team next year. And I'm, I'm going to call it now. They're going to win the, their division and they're going to win the World Series in 2024. Yes, that's crazy to say when they literally had their worst season, honestly one of their worst seasons ever this year, but uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And for my final life update, um, I decided to run a 5K the other day, and you know, 5Ks typically aren't that bad if you train and feel great, but uh, I have barely trained, and I also did it with my bruised ribs, so... Uh, I think the most stressful part of doing the run was trying to figure out, hey, how can I run a 5K when literally I'm injured? So I spent a lot of time at Walmart the night before looking at different um, treatments, and I did find some numbing spray. So the morning of the race, I was spraying this numbing spray all over my bruised area, hoping that it might help. Um, I also took several ibuprofen, and honestly, it didn't feel that bad running on it. Of course, if I would have like tripped and fell and like, who knows what happens, then yeah, that would have hurt. But the run itself did not hurt that bad to, to my ribs. I'm, I'm going to emphasize that. It did not hurt my ribs bad, but I was so dead. And, you know, it, I thought it was probably just because this race, there are so many hills on this specific course. I think during the race, there was over 500 feet of elevation, which is nuts and only a 5K. But I found out later, no, 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 it is... A 5K, yes, but no, it was actually 3.6 miles. Now, I know for some of you runners out there, you're like, 3.6 miles, that's nothing. That shouldn't have got you that bad. But listen, like, just think of it from my perspective. I do not train for running, and I have hurt ribs, and I am expecting a 5K of 3.1 miles. And I did this race last year, so I knew how long it took me to run it. So when I got to about the 20-ish minute mark this year, I was like, okay, got about three to five minutes left and they'll be done with the race but no no that's not not true because they did mark the course wrong and at the 20 minute mark a little did I know I still had 10 more minutes of running so those were like the worst 10 minutes of racing I've ever had in the running world at least um and again like the last 10 minutes like most of the time you are running uphill which stinks so by the end of it I I didn't walk I did not walk. I just wanted to clear that up, but I, I got very close to walking. It was it was pretty pathetic watching me um, at the end of the race. But something that I did not do this year that I did do last year was throw up. Yes, you know that's always as fun to listen to. But 
last year I got really excited when I was getting close to the finish line and just went to the side. I was like, I'm, I'm going to be a minute. But this year, no, I was able to keep everything in. So that was a positive, but I did feel like trash and I did end up running 3.6 miles instead of the 3.1, which was technically advertised. But you know, it's all good. I finished. I sent a passive aggressive um, message at the, um, I don't know, whoever runs the race through an Instagram message because I was like, hey, I did this, competed well, but uh, hey, can you maybe measure course correctly next time? Who knows? Who knows? But if they do, I have big hopes for next year, and as long as I don't have a bruised rib, good things should happen. So, oh, one other interesting thing about this course. So, you're like, you're running through, like, this forest, like, on these trails and everything else, and then at one point, there's literally a cave you run through. And, you know, that sounds like a great idea. Like, hey, let's get some people running through a dark cave during a 5K where they're exhausted and not really thinking well in the first place. Um, your eyes do not adjust running in this cave. Yes, they do have lights, but you cannot really see that well. It is very wet on the ground, which is just screaming like, hey, you'll probably slip. And then also the ceilings are so low. I'm just hunched over the entire time in this cave. Just hoping and praying that no, please do not hit your head. Please do not fall. Please do not get injured in this cave. Because if you do, you pro- you'll just be done. I-, I would still be there to this day if that happened, but luckily after hunching over this entire time in the cave, I was able to make it out, but that's just another very unique part of this course. So yes, I am glad I did this 5k, but yes, I also hope they measure it correctly next year and maybe take the cave out, you know, just maybe that could be a good idea. I'm surprised more people don't get injured there, but, uh, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, yeah. So those are kind of like the life updates I have currently, for our uh, main segment, I'm going to do something a little different because obviously Dane's not here, so I have to figure out, hey, how can I have a conversation with myself? And that is not always easy to do, but this time I'm going to tell you about something unique that happened in Springfield, honestly, like the past few years. In 2019, I think that, yep, it was 2019, I started seeing this uh, Twitter account pop up and basically, this Twitter account was hiding $100 bills uh, across Springfield weekly. And I'm like, what What in the world's happening right now? Like $100 bills? Like, that's fun. Um, and they would hide them and then post clues from like easy, like hard clues to easier clues um, just on this Twitter page that had like a few hundred followers at the time. And when I found out about this and being the competitive person that I am, I was like, hey, I'm going to try to find some of these $100 bills. And, like, it was difficult early on. Like, there were so many people who would look for these back in 2019 um, that it it was, I don't know, it was just hard. Like, you had to be a detective to figure out these clues, and then you had to be fast also to get to these locations. Um, And eventually I did find, like, one of these $100 bills. It was hidden, like, on a trail path. And then I did find another one later that year, so... All in all, during that first 2019 year, I think I found two $100 bills from these clues that they're posting online, which most of the time, it's just like a random picture or maybe just like a slight hint. And really, the only chance you have of finding these clues is if you have a very good knowledge of Springfield or maybe you're really good at Google searching local history. But uh, yes, I found two that first year and then they stopped because they did it weekly. So if you think about it, that's 52 
$100 they give out during the year. And this account, I just want to point out, they're completely anonymous. Like, you don't know who is hiding this money. And honestly, that could be kind of sketchy. Like, they could post clues and be like, hey, this is where you can find the $100. And then if they were horrible people, they could do whatever like once you got there. But luckily, they aren't horrible people. They're nice people, whoever these anonymous, anonymous people are. But uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. So the first year I found two. And then 2020, they did not do it weekly. But they did do it like intermittently. And one of the last ones they did was in March of 2020. Yes, they did one on like the Saturday when the world started locking down. And that was very interesting because if you remember during COVID time, they had, uh, or not they had, but toilet paper was hard to find. So with this last clue, they hit it with $100 and a roll of toilet paper. So, you know, that's valuable. But I did not find this, but I was able to tell my dad all the clues and he was able to find it. So ultimately, I found it through him. I was, uh, I guess, like the guy in the chair, like behind the scenes, like, okay, here's all the clues. Here's what you need to do. And then he finished the mission for me. So that was pretty excited. I know he was excited to find it. But then, um, you know, COVID, uh, they don't want people to like to congregate close to each other. So they did not do any more during 2020, which was kind of sad because it was really fun to do at the time. But yeah, I can understand why they took it away. Um, they also did not do anything in 2021. But in 2022, yes, they brought back this game of Springfield Gives. And by this point, I think a lot of people who played the first time around might have been like college students. Um, and I think those college students might have graduated. And so there was a lot less people, I think, looking for these clues early on in 2022. But being the competitive person I am, I was ready to go from the get-go. And typically with this game, they would hide the $100 bills on, let's say, Saturdays. So obviously people would be off of work, so it's kind of a free game for anyone. But for this first clue, they hid in 2022. No, they did it not on a Saturday. They did it during the week. So again, I wanted to find it. So I postponed my lunch break that day and I was just sitting in my car around the time they said they would hide the clue. And then the clue came in and I read through it and I was like, oh my word, I am currently 300 yards from where I think this $100 bill is, which is crazy because Springfield, Missouri, we're like 180,000 people town. Like there's so many places you could hide this $100 bills and just to be within like 300 yards of where it was hidden is nuts. So I saw the brief clue, which again, there's no pictures. It was just like a quick little riddle. And I thought it was at this park near where I worked. So I decided to go over there and I started walking around, you know, just kind of looking around and legitimately eight minutes later, I found the $100. Like I only had the one clue. Typically it takes like probably at least three clues for someone to find this money. And I found it from when they posted it. Like they brought it back in 2022 after taking like a two year hiatus. And I legitimately found the $100 within let's say 10 minutes of them posting the first clue. And it was so crazy. Like I was immediately hooked again. I'm like, I'm so ready to find so much money this year. And let's just say that's what I did. Um, I think the first month where they had the competition, I found at least two or three of the $100 bills. 
Um, and then I kind of got to a point where I was like, I feel kind of bad finding all these, so I'll let other people find them as well. But uh, my family, they also wanted to find them still. So as I said earlier, I was kind of the man in the chair. Yes, I was doing that again with them. Um, whenever they'd post a clue, like, uh, especially my mom, she would always be like, okay, hey, what, where is this? Where is this? I'm like, okay, let me look. And I'm like, I think it's at this location. So I was sending her and the rest of my family on like a goose chase trying to find this money while I'm just like chilling. Um, and honestly, I was pretty good at telling them where to go. Like, uh, I think between all of us, I think about everybody in my family found at least one of these $100 bills. And I don't want to say it was because of me, but a lot of times I was able to give people the right clues to get them where they need to be. Every once in a while, no, I was not right. But for the most part, I was like, okay, this is where the $100 is. Go find it. And most of the time, they would do just that. Like, they would go find it or I would go find it. And it would be pretty awesome. But uh, it did get to the point where people were just like, oh my gosh, is anyone not named Samuelson going to find these $100 bills? And I felt a little bad, so that's why I stopped, and I kind of went back and forth. So I would not look for a while, and then if I knew one of the clues really well, I'm like, okay, I'm back. I'm making a comeback. Like Michael Jordan, after taking that two-year hiatus, I'm like, I'm back. So I would go find a $100 bill again and be like, okay, I'm going to take a break. I'll see you guys in a month, and kind of go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, until eventually... It got to, I think, the last month of the year, yes, in December, and I was like, okay, I kind of want to find this one more time. And I wasn't having a lot of luck at that point. I'm like, I don't want to end the year on a low note of finding free $100 bills. Um, so I kept on waiting, and then the last day of the year, the last day they hid $100 bills, they decided to do two of them. And no, I don't think I found the first one, but the second one... Again, I was, from when they posted the clue, I was about 300 yards from where it was hidden. And I was like, okay, here we go. I'm going to find this last one. And I was over where the um, $100 would have been hidden, probably within about 10 minutes again, maybe less. But I was having issues. Like, I was looking around. I'm like, they hit this one really good. Like, I know I'm close, but I don't know how close. So I'm running all over this massive park. And then they finally post like a third or fourth or fifth clue. And I was like, hold up. I definitely ran by this earlier today. And I started running through a forest, like not even on the path. Like I was like climbing over like brush piles and branches and not climbing over trees. But it was it was a pretty aggressive path that was not meant for like normal humans to run through. And I got to the point where I was able to line up the picture they took with some different scenery. And I'm like, okay. Got to start looking around, started looking around, started looking around. And like, boom, there it is. I found the $100. It was lying on the ground, took the picture, sent it off. And then I was like, okay, um, basically, so you guys just don't get mad at me for finding this again. I was like, I'm going to donate this money. Like, I'm going to donate it to a cause that I believe in. And uh, that way, hopefully, people aren't as mad about it. Which, I don't know how mad people got when I found it. But I think people are just kind of like disappointed or like, how in the world are you getting all of these? So... That was a really exciting year. Like my dad brought it up the other day and it's like, I kind of miss it. Like that was something enjoyable that he enjoyed doing it. I think a lot of my family, especially my parents, enjoyed it the most. Um, and I think it just kind of gave them something exciting to do, something to look forward to on the weekends where it's like, okay, we're going to maybe to go anywhere in Springfield looking for this random small tin that has $100 bills and we would just have fun with it. Like it was pretty cool. It was a cool experience for sure. I'm very grateful for the 
anonymous donor who decides to randomly hide $100 bills every week. Um, but yeah, they stopped it in 2022. They have not done anything in 2023. I think they might have hit like one randomly, but there's been nothing else. Um, I'm hoping they might bring it back in 2024. We'll see. Um, but yeah, it's just a really cool, unique thing that this uh, local business person, um, I guess, decided to do. So who knows? I hope someday that I'm able to find out who this uh, anonymous donor is. I'm really curious. I feel like I might know the individual. I, like, There's no way I'll know if I know them, but based on where the clues were hidden, like a lot of times it was pretty much in the general area of the town where I lived. And I was like, okay, I, I, I gotta know who this person is, but like, I don't know. Like, I hope one day I'm able to figure out who it is, but who knows? Who knows? But, uh, yep, that was just something unique that kind of happened in uh, the area where I live and where Dane lives as well in Springfield, Missouri. And I hope they bring it back in 2024. We'll see. We don't know. But uh, I hope it happens. I hope it happens. So that was uh, big segments of our uh, podcast today. Um, we have a few closing topics. Yes, we did receive an Instagram message this week, which I wanted to read on the podcast. This message came from Ashley Meyer, who is one of our newer listeners. And she said, hey, guys, I just finished listening to episode 12, March Madness Mayhem. And it is so wild hearing y'all talk about Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love the Jets, the Packers, the drama, and all that chaos. Big Packer fan here, born and raised in a small town in Wisconsin. Anyways, it is unreal because everything that happened to Rodgers and Love's big win on Sunday. So sad for Aaron, but also, let's go Love. Go Pack Go. Love the content. Keep it coming. Ashley, thank you for the nice message. Thank you so much for the nice message. And also, thank you for listening to the podcast. Like you said, this was episode 12. Like you started talking about this. And I'm like, I don't really remember this conversation I had with Dane, but most of the times so we're just kind of rambling and we don't know what happens until after the fact. But uh, knowing that you're re-listening to episodes and you made it that far is really cool. So I hope you're still listening through day by day. And just, again, very grateful that you decided to listen Grateful for, honestly, all the Ghost Runners listeners, um, Ghost Runners podcast listeners who have um, kind of crossed over to our pa- podcast over the past few weeks. And I know some of you cross over much earlier than others, so I'm just grateful for you. And honestly, just grateful for all the listeners. Like, um, this podcast, like, we don't know who's listening. Like, we just see there's numbers and kind of go from there. But uh, we're grateful for all y'all. And again, like, if you enjoy this podcast tell other people like that is honestly one of the coolest ways to help us out is telling people and maybe we might help some people laugh one day who knows who knows but uh besides that instagram message we also did receive an apple review lately and this was from liz haney and it was five stars and it was entitled great podcast and it says found this awesome funny podcast through ghost runners podcast everyone should listen that review is very straight to the point, and I appreciate it. And again, talking about Ghost Runners again, like another Ghost Runners crossover listener, Liz Haney, thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope uh, it brings a smile to your face. And again, like as I emphasized the first time, just tell people. I don't care who it is. Tell whoever, even even if they don't want to listen to two guys ramble about super random stuff, they could just, like, even, they don't have to listen. Just, like, take their phone. And click play on one of our episodes and just let it run in the background. And hopefully they never notice. And we'll uh, go from there. So 
that's what a true fan of the podcast would do. Like manipulate your friends and take their phones so that they listen to the podcast without knowing they're listening to the podcast. Or you could just tell them to listen to it and hopefully they do and uh, go from there. So that is some fun reviews and messages we've received lately about the podcast. So now uh, going into sponsors of the week. Yes, that special time of the week where we talk about all of our sponsors. And you know, our number one still hasn't changed. We'll never change. We don't plan on changing anytime soon. So the number one podcast sponsor is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Yes, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Nazareth. Nazareth is still the number one sponsor because without him, we would not be here. We wouldn't be doing this. It's crazy that we're even doing this in the first place. And uh, I'm just grateful that he gives us this drive to keep going with this funny thing that hopefully brings joy to people's lives. Um, but with that, we do have a verse of the week. And this is kind of weird because Dane would typically always take this part. But with him not being here, I'm going to read a verse off. And I was really trying to find something this week that would kind of be relevant to everything that's going on, especially with Dane. And I eventually found Philippians 4, 4 through 7, which says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Like, I, this is, I, this is just so relevant with like everything that's happened right now, especially with Dane. Like, he is not, or he he did not appear to be anxious about anything, like his diagnosis or whatever else. Like, he is literally just using this as an opportunity to share Christ's love with others, and using it as a new mission field. And it's just like, hey, I I know what's gonna happen. Like, I know I'm either in a be like just with all y'all just sharing my faith or I'm going to be with Jesus like it's it's crazy and then hear that come from his mouth was like so powerful and so impactful and I'm just like hey like you're I, I don't know like if you if you don't know like Jesus or have a relationship with him like send us a message or talk to a friend or go to church or something because like hearing Dane just be so content, I guess, with where he's at or so calm or just be like, Hey, I know God's got me. is just so powerful. Um, and he's gonna have like an awesome testimony through all this. So I don't know. Just wanted to share that with you guys. Thought it was awesome just to read that first and just know how it's relating to like all these different things that are happening right now. Um, but yeah, that was our first sponsor of the week. But uh, number two, Jake Trustin Art. Yes, Jake Trustin Art, our number two loyal, loyal sponsor. Like, we would uh, not have a studio early on without Jake Trustin Art. And, uh, yeah, he just brings a whole different element to this entire podcast game. And he also does have some great artwork, so I highly recommend trying it out. Who knows? Maybe maybe Mr. Jake Trustin Art might be one of our co-hosts in upcoming weeks. Haven't reached out to him yet, but... We'll see. We'll see. But yes, Jake Trust and Art, our number two sponsor of the week. And then our number three sponsor of the week. Oh, 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 it is, uh, it's Dane. 
I uh, don't know how you can really sponsor your own podcast, but this just seems like an important time to remind everyone that this podcast would not be what it is today without Dane. He might seem like a lunatic at times, but uh, he truly does care about so many people. And I'm just excited for him to uh, come out the other side of all this like a stronger person. Um, and I'm excited to hear him come back on the pod and kind of tell his story and tell his testimony of what's been going on. And just being able to use all this to, again, share Jesus with more people. Like, that's one of the craziest things. And I'm also excited to hear him talk about why he is a better athlete than his sister because he likes to say that a lot. So, shout out to uh, Lindsey Reed because, you know, Dane does not mention Lindsey Reed on the podcast today. So, I had to mention her for him. Also, um, he definitely left us on a cliffhanger with his top 10 haters list last week. He gave us his uh, 10 through 6 picks, so we'll have to wait a little bit until he gives us his final five. And again, we all know who's going to be number one, but we got to wait for him to tell us directly. So, uh, yep, those were our sponsors of the week. And now we have just a few closing thoughts. First, just to keep telling your friends if you enjoy the podcast. I mentioned before, mentioned again, this is like, hey, share it with people you love, people you hate, people you barely know, just whoever, or just, you know, just find people's phones and click play. Whatever, whatever you want to do, it's okay, but please do one of those things. Also, don't forget, like, leave us voice memos. Like, we have a links in our episode descriptions, our Instagram bio, and also now our Twitter bio, where you can just click this link leave a 60-second voice memo, like you can ask a question, just have comments for us, whatever, and then we'll play it on the pod and hopefully use that as a discussion piece. And that could be maybe really helpful in these upcoming weeks with we don't know who, like if we'll have guest hosts or if it'll be me or whatever. So please keep leaving us voice memos. Um, and also, again, like follow our Twitter account because I think it'll be interesting. It might be kind of fun. might be a good way to post some other content. But uh, yeah, those were just a few final thoughts that we had. Um, also, leave us five stars. We, we you know, we, we it's like being a dead horse that we just keep saying it over and over again. But uh, please just leave us five stars on uh, Apple Reviews. Like, that'd be cool. Or Apple Podcasts or whatever. Maybe leave us a comment as well. And then also go to Spotify and leave us five stars. Like, it's really cool seeing those numbers go up. I think it might help other people maybe feel more confident in this podcast because, again, you start listening, you're like, why Why are these two guys rambling? But they see there's that many five-star reviews, they're like, maybe, maybe I'll give it a chance. So please keep doing that as well. And then most importantly, through all of this podcast, like, just please keep Dan in your prayers. Um, I know he appreciates all you so much, but if you could keep him in your prayers, uh, that would be huge. Um, and I know we'll all be so excited to hear from him again sometime in the future, but uh, we don't know exactly when that'll be. Um, but we'll be excited when that does happen and we'll try to give you updates in future episodes as well. Um, so yeah, that's, that's about it. I hope you made it to the end of this podcast. I hope it was somewhat enjoyable. I know it's probably completely different for obvious reasons, but, uh, hopefully you enjoyed me rambling about random stuff for a while. So, uh, yeah, that's been the episode this week. Thank you for listening. And this has been the until next week podcast. 